Test one. Test one. Oh, it's a welcome to the show. Welcome, everybody, to the Eric Anders Lang Show. Oh, man, we're coming up on like 200 episodes, I think. Uh, big thanks to Precision Pro for being a leader in the industry of doing cool stuff, primarily presenting the Eric Anders Lang Show to y'all. So I want to thank everyone over at Precision Pro, Seth and Clay, for being a partner with Random Golf Club. And if you haven't gone to the website yet, precisionprogolf.com, or you can go to randomgolfclub.com and check out the range front that we made together, which is really chill. Uh, precisionprogolf.com, use the code E-R-I-K, and that gets you $20 off. Um, yeah, so it's just me today on the podcast, JoJo, um, much love in Austin. I'm still on this trip, so I left... Um, Oh, there's the air conditioner. You know what? I'm going to leave it on because it's hot. Is it that bad? You can deal with it, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> it's so hot. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting on a couch that has dog fur all over it with my shirt off, wearing some like linen pants that I got at Uniqlo for $30. And I'm actually wearing my Birkenstocks with no socks, which is, in my head, it's a sin. I think it's disgusting. I think no man should ever be barefoot Um unless they're on a beach or in bed. Um, I need socks on those dogs. I don't want to see your toes. I just don't, I don't want to know whether your toenails are cared for or not cared for. I don't want to know. I don't even want to be, I don't even want to potentially smell them. And I'm not like a grossed out kind of guy. I'm not, I don't really get grossed out. I'm not very finicky, but yeah, your feet are not really, um, I'm not, I don't have a foot fetish. Maybe I have a foot fetish in the other way. Anyway, yeah, I'm in I'm in Los Angeles just finishing up this wild uh, trip. So we're checking in. We're checking in on a two two weeks, maybe a little longer, maybe 16 day trip here. Um, so basically, top line is I've been on the road for two weeks. I left Austin Friday a couple weeks ago, and it's kind of been a few different things. I'll run through a lot of it, but you know, it was like left Austin, went to New York to talk to some guys about work. Some like weirdly, it's like some business stuff. Like nowadays, all of a sudden I'm going, I'm having like business meetings, which is <laughs> for like for, a, for me, like I couldn't even get through uh, first period without, without getting yelled at or kicked out of class. So it's really funny to be <laughs> like now I'm talking to someone about, um, you know, business and stuff and like and like things and and so but on the golf course right and having fun and like friendly nature right is it i would say mo the way to characterize most of it is mentors a lot of mentors a lot of people that are teaching me about um random golf club to some extent and and it's been really profound because at the end of the day we always land back at our like t primary purpose at random golf club which is to create community and so how, how do we how do we do that better is the question that I'm trying to understand the answer to. So went to, it was a brief stakes here, went to New York, played golf with my friend Ben from Hodinkee and Andrew uh, Haynes, who's joined him to do fair game with their friend Eric, and then go to Boston to, to take care of one of our wonderful partners, Whoop. We did a podcast with Will Ahmed, played golf with him, went over to the country club the next day and played in the breaking uh, country club, breaking the country club, I guess, uh, for the U S open. 
and then that night flew to London, met with some people there. My friend Simon, who uh, started this cycling YouTube channel, which is incredible. Uh, talked to my friend Cathal, who has a wonderful clothing line. Then went to Munich and met my friends at Vice, talked with them about you know what they've got going on. They got some big news. Then went to um, then went over to Los Angeles. Um, kind of had like two days off and just like you know went swimming lifted some weights you know typical la stuff and then uh drove up to film with pal gasol in half moon bay and then played with my executive coach dave in the olympic club member guest so it was nine and a half rounds of golf 16 days on the road uh new york boston london munich la san francisco la seven cities and you know it's interesting because i was i talked with my mom and dad uh, because um, Mother's Day took place in the middle of this trip. And I called my mom on Sunday a week ago, exactly in the middle of the trip, and we were talking, and, you know, they're so sweet. They're like, oh, we, like, <laughs> you know, I don't, we, have, we hadn't spoken since I'd kind of gotten on the plane, and I don't really, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm 41. You know, I'm like, I don't, I could do a better job of staying in touch, I guess. But, um, they were like, yeah, we saw that you're on the road. It looks like you're having fun. We were talking about it. Yeah. And they were like, you know, it seems like um, old times. And I was like, what do you mean? And my mom and dad, they were like, well, you know, it just seems like you're having a lot of fun. And um, I was thinking about that and trying to understand what they meant. And I don't think it was just going from city to city, but I think there was something about and this is someone who just joined the team. Claire asked me this. She, Claire joined the team just a, a few weeks ago to help us understand how we can better serve the community. So get ready for her input, impact on what we do. Input. I said input and impact, and I put them together. I said input, impact, impact, impact. I don't even know. Um, again, I'm just topless, and I'm sitting by the AC. So, you know, I'm just trying to cool down here. And um, so, so Claire... We were talking about um, to, we, we, when we were kind of it wasn't a formal interview process. She just showed up one day at the office and was like, "I'm here, and um, I'll tell you why." And and then that really like informed a lot of kind of how we were gonna go about uh, you know working together. And it was a very fluid kind of orientation. And at one point, we were sitting down during these long kind of casual interview esque moments of either coffee or meals or walks in Austin. She said, what keeps you going? What keeps you going? And and this is something that I'm sure we've discussed in some form on the podcast. I think it's big because what keeps me going I ultimately learned and this relates to the observation of my mom and dad is we're talking about all this travel and stuff feeling like I was excited and and I and I am excited and um it's it's really for one reason only which is I love learning you know I if I'm learning if I'm in, if I'm if I'm eating mentally or spiritually if, if I'm if I'm being fed right nutrients of information like I'm, I'm, I'm stoked, right? I, I can sleep for four and a half hours. My whoop gives me a 97%, right? I can, I can 
go from meeting to meeting to meeting to meeting to work out to meeting to meeting to fun dinner to golf whatever there's like an infinite amount of energy when i'm engaged in a process that has a educational traction to it and you know the the thing that like i realized on these past couple trips cuz i i took one trip as you 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 might know like i went up to see my sister in seattle and then drove down the coast i was looking for personal time there I was looking for like to learn about Eric a little bit. And I did a little bit of, you know, met with some um, wonderful long term uh, partners of Random Golf Club who kind of started us out in the beginning and, you know, set us on our feet, helped present the brand, the community to the world of of golf, which was a big deal. And so these past two kind of experiences together really representing random golf club from a founder standpoint and a CEO standpoint. It's like, I don't know, it's like, I'm a filmmaker. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what this new job that I have is really. But what's exciting is that while I did drop out of high school, there are teachers everywhere you look. And I think, you know, the, one of the, one of the, one of the reasons why I'm sharing all this is that if you're wherever you are, right? If your question is what's the next level, if your question is, how do I do that? If your question is, what do I want to do? If your question is, um, you know, who do I need to talk to to do that? Who can teach me? Well, there's a real universal and simple way to approach that answer. And I think all it really is, is um, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bit of an ice cream recipe, right? So you... you you got to do a couple of things. I think one is you got to get kind of quiet. I do that with meditation. There's a lot of ways to do it. Get kind of quiet and really look at, okay, what do I want? And if I don't know what I want, that's okay too. And I really think that that's the only wrapper that you need on it. The meat of the whole thing is talk. Talk about it. Right? The more that the universe hears you speaking about it, and not from a, right, like, it's from a place of, like, acceptance and openness, right? So it's like, I don't know. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm, here's what I'm desiring. Here's, but, I, but I'm okay without it as well. So anyway, it's about that kind of approaching the world with, uh, with like, a, a just a, a pure innocence. You know what I mean? Just a, just a pure openness. So th- that's, like, a top line, and that's kind of why I really have been having a lot of fun on this journey and um, there's I got there's a couple of quick stories I got to tell you about the trip. Um, I played. Um, well, you'll see the breaking. You'll see the old course, the open. What is it? The the U.S. Open at the Country Club. Beautiful golf course. First of all, I mean, absolutely incredible. Just like wild, how um, truly raw it is. And I think on TV it's going to show up even better than it does in person. Um, so that was a lot of fun and, um, yeah, and I played Sunningdale in London. That was Sunningdale is like got two courses. All right. So there's the old and the new at Sunningdale and it's right outside London. It's, you know, pretty, pretty, I, I couldn't grasp quite if it was exclusive or not, or if it was like even really, I could tell the course was bomb. Like the course was so cool. Like kind of like. 
the fairways and the greens kind of like roll around this like lightly forested British landscape with sort of wonderful shrubs and plants and sandy areas and like pine trees. Really interesting golf course. Wasn't expecting it. Couldn't tell if it was posh or not because everyone was so nice. Like it was so cool. Like everyone was super chill. Uh, and there was like no fluff about it. Like I wasn't wearing a belt and no one seemed to care. And yeah, it was just really pleasant, you know, and, uh, caddies were great and, uh, really like, uh, just, I don't know. It was, it was like kind of a dream actually. Cause I, I wasn't even sure like why I was there to be honest with you. Like I had, I had met this guy who was like, wanted to, talk about work stuff and you know in my like i was just saying in my state of of being open to dialogue and just sort of letting the universe be the listener and not just an individual i just said sure yeah let's do this like i'll be in london then like let's let's just sniff each other right let's go for a walk and i'll sniff your butt you sniff mine and who knows maybe we'll take the collars off i don't know we'll see but uh (laughs) i don't actually wear a collar but uh whoa oh god um so but the the old the old Sunningdale course is like 1890 and the new course is like 1893 right it's like it's like there's no difference really it's so funny Uh, I think that's so funny like in America we have no concept of that all right folks today's sponsor for the podcast is my body tutor since 2007, My Body Tutor's daily accountability and one-on-one coaching has been the most effective way to get healthy and to stay fit. Their founder, Adam Gilbert, says, In health and fitness, knowledge isn't the problem. Everyone knows what to do. Where people struggle is in sticking to their plan consistently. So consistency is the key to results. We all know this when it comes to golf, so this is not that new of an idea. But what's really cool here is you don't need a book, you don't need a pill, you don't need a superfood or a fad diet. To be consistent, all you really need is someone to walk through the trenches with you, and that's what My Body Tutor has, personal coaching and accountability. So if you're ready to take health and fitness to the next level and make it a priority, Adam and his coaches at My Body Tutor are the best in the world at delivering daily accountability and one-on-one coaching. So listeners of the Eric Andrews Lang Show, we're going to give you $50 off your first month. Adam, thank you for is sending out the love to the listeners of the show. So to save $50, all you have to do is go to mybodytutor.com, join, and then mention the Eric Anders Lang Show when they ask how you heard about them. If you have any questions, Adam wants you to call or text him. So you can find his personal cell phone number at the top of every page on mybodytutor.com. Very, very cool. All right, folks, this podcast also is brought to you by 8Sleep. Bit of a different pace on this podcast, but I really want to elucidate how much of a game changer eight sleep has brought into my life and i gotta say one of the interesting about eight sleep and you've seen this jojo the number of high profile people that i've met that have an eight sleep bed is bonkers it's insane it's like high level locker room talk who knew that that beds was kind of a thing it's like a community a cult almost (laughs) in a a good way Like, I'll read the ad read here but ultimately the point is i need you to go to eight sleep.com slash eal show I think you should just go to the website and learn about this thing because I can't even really explain to you how incredible the mattress and the Pod Pro cover are at basically being a solution that you never even knew you needed. I roll with it pretty cold. I get in bed and it feels minty. It feels like I'm inside of a mint um, toothpick. Do you have like a particular temperature you go for? 
I just go low. I, I don't. I've, I need to dig deeper. You I need to unpack. Low. Just Wim Hof sleeping. Okay, yeah. go to eightsleep.com slash E-A-L show. What are they getting? Uh, you're going to get a uh, exclusive Memorial Day savings through June 6th. And what you're really going to get is you're going to fall asleep 30% faster. You're going to reduce sleep interruptions by 40%. And you're going to overall get more restful sleep. TBH, traveling doesn't hit the same when I'm missing my eight sleep. Um, and anyway, so London was great. It was, I went for a jog. I had some good times. I ran into... Um, our uh, wonderful RGC England ambassador, Al Burns. And uh, Al, we had a great dinner on his birthday, nonetheless. And we celebrated the um, England's, uh, I think it was like, they had a really relatively large meetup just like the week before I missed it. But um, kind of going back to what I was talking about with Claire earlier, like one of the things that we're going to be really working on is like how do the um, community members benefit from ambassadors and meetups and events and all these things. So... Um, I, I, I really like need to communicate that in, in a very serious way that like that's a top priority for um, this year for us. So, you know, just, I, I know that there's been a lot of like kind of honestly, it's been a little confusing, right? Because we've like we've we like set up these ambassador accounts like three years ago with the Instagram and we we're like, oh, let's do it. And that's kind of my personality is like, let's just let's just do it. You know, we run forward and we're just, ah, we'll figure it out later, you know, and like that's works in a lot of ways when you're just getting started. But then when you, you know, now we have this kind of, you know, we have a, we have things we have to do, right? We have, we have like a company with like people, like 13 wonderful people, 14, like we, we like, and you can't just like run around and do stuff like that. So all that is to say is that we're really excited. I'm really excited to see how things unfold with, with things like what Al's working on in England. And uh, so it was great to catch up with him. And then, you know, I mean, England's England, man. The more I go there, the more I love it. I don't know if you have that experience about some places, but like, I don't know what it was. I think when I first was going to England years ago, like I didn't really get it. You know what I mean? And, um, I think England's one of those places that's hard to visit. If you don't know anybody, London, it's so big. It's kind of like Los Angeles. You know, if you don't have someone there who can help like contextualize the experience, the neighborhood, et cetera, it's hard to really grasp it. One of the great moments of being in England was um, Cathal um, sent me over to Urban Golf with James Day, who started this like, you know, simulator bar in in London right there. And uh, I don't know if it's in Soho or what neighborhood it's in, but I loved it. We had a we had a blast, man. James is just like this like killer like high level like Navy SEAL club builder like just like just like deep into the club head game like all of these old Miras, Nick Price's clubs, like just so many cool golf clubs, all celebrating the history of this great and wonderful game and kind of like the individualized version of the game, the random golf club in a lot of ways. And so we talked, turns out we're all going to be at the open together and then it looks like we're going to go on a trip to Macrahanish. I mean, it's just like, I really feel like this could be the eve of the best year of my life. And I think that's probably has to do with that thing I talked about earlier. It's just like, you know, hey, I don't know what is happening. I got to figure out what's happening. And I'm wondering if there's people out there that want to help me. And if you do, raise your hand because, you know, I'm just down. I'm just down to get a little bit further ahead of where I am now, knowledge wise. Um, so, so London really was like an awesome, powerful experience. Like I really did enjoy all of the 
all of the golf people throughout the world it feels like i'm kind of like in that early stage of fight club like just running around just like setting up these like micro communities of people and um i'm really grateful for that opportunity you know i think it's like that's certainly the ethos of the brand that we're you know focusing on um then i went to munich and i can't even really begin to describe how like special that was like you know the guys from vice ingo and reiner and uh you know tim and helga like they basically you know showed up first back adventures in golf season one and they were like eric like we make some commercials or whatever and so we did that like six or seven years ago and it's just been really cool to watch vice's journey throughout the years i mean you know vice golf balls um top performance half the price i may have come up with that slogan you know i did but you know um I've really been like honored to be so close to them in their journey to, you know, offering a, a, a high quality ball to the masses through direct to consumer and not kind of going against the big dogs um, and like, you know, not doing the wholesale model, not doing the pro shop model, saving you money, um, making a cool product. So I'm really excited to, like, I, I can't share a lot of it now, but there's a lot of plans that they have coming up that I'm really excited to, you know, look into and, uh, and like, dig, dig into and, like, and help them with because they're, they're just crushing it. And we, um, we went out. I got there on a Friday, and we went out to dinner afterwards, and I didn't realize what was happening, but, like, I was, like, what's you know what's uh what do you want to do now you know and they're like oh we're gonna go to dinner and then we'll grab a drink i was like okay cool you know whatever go i was like where are we going he's like we're gonna go to a beer hall and i was like oh, okay cool i didn't really know what was going on and it so it's like i guess Oktoberfest doesn't just happen in october it also happens in the spring so we go out to this um festival it's, it's i guess it's a lot like a fair like a county fair you know and there's like rides and there's like shoot the clown and then there's like, you know, dribble the basketball or like shoot the basketball. Then there's like the zipper and the Gravitron or whatever. And you go through and then there's these like massive tents in the back. And Reiner's like, here we go. And so we go in the tent and inside the tent is like <laughs> it's like 5000 people in lederhosen dancing on tables. I mean, like I, I can't even properly explain to you how insane it was, but it I mean, insane, like amazing right like i was just like this is the coolest thing i've ever seen like it felt like i was in the hobbit remember that scene in the hobbit when it's like bilbo's birthday and they're like shooting off the rockets and there's like all this like like kind of like you know um celtic music or something and it's like everyone's wearing the outfits and it's like it felt like a renaissance festival like a ren fair and we were just like and there was like the beer i don't drink right but the beer bottles the beer they were like a gallon or like a full liter and um yeah, it was amazing. There's just these, like, there's men wearing suspenders and leather shorts and women wearing these dresses that are, like, very low-cropped dresses. And I was just like, what is, where am I? And I think for a moment, I really understood the German culture. And I was like, wow, this is how you get down. Not only am I into it, I don't, I, not only do I not understand it, I don't understand it, I'm fully into it, and I am coming back. And I'm getting some later hosen, and it is happening. Like I'm going full bore, Oktoberfest. It was such a wild experience, um, and uh, yeah, I'm just like 
I'm so. I was just so blown away by what like it was so ridiculous. All right, I'm gonna take a quick break, and when I come back, I'm gonna get to some questions here. I got Discord questions, so if you're on Discord, um, I'm answering questions through there. Sign up for our Discord. I've got Logan Man Five, Sanders, Rob Kirkner, and Hake Fell Flame. Haka Haka Fell Flame. I don't know how you say it, but anyway, I'll be right back with some questions to your answers and answers to your questions. Every plate, folks, America's best value meal kit. Their quality ingredients come carefully packaged and pre-portioned, which is kind of the best part is that you just pull these things out of the box, which is delivered to your house, and you just start cooking like Emeril. Boom. Bam. That's what it is. It's not boom. It's bam. Emeril is not a sponsor of every plate, but I am. In just six simple steps, you're going to look a lot like a cook, and you're going to be done in about 30 minutes. You're not going to go to the grocery. So if you're tired of eating the same plate of chicken and rice on repeat, bam! every plate offers a wide range of mouth-watering meat, seafood, veggie options, and more. Plus, you can swap out proteins, veggies, and sides to your liking. So make sure you try every plate for just $1.79, JoJo. So cheap. It's, fu- it's, it's fucking It's absurd. too cheap. You know, it's too cheap. How does that? That's, that's cheaper than McDonald's. That's I true. I don't know if we want to say that, but that's yeah. like really that's, that's interesting. True, yeah, and How is that even possible? I don't know. I guess they have the monopoly on cheap food. I gotta say, I'm reflecting on my experience with every place. I talked about it many times. I came into the office and I was mm-hmm. like, I feel accomplished. It changed my psychology. Yeah, you get that go- that magic box, like the Pulp Fiction suitcase. You open it up and like something comes out of it. And it was it's golden. Food. Yeah, and then I felt like better about me. Like every plate, it was food for my tummy, but it changed the way I felt about Eric. And and that's why you need to try it for just one seventy nine per meal. It's worth way more than a dollar seventy nine. So go to everyplate.com and enter the code EAL show one seventy nine. Get started with every plate for just a dollar seventy nine per meal. There's every plate texting me right now saying, Great ad. Amazing. What are they they just they heard they, it? How they, they, they hear it now? Yeah. The box they, has a camera. The box <laughs> <laughs> That's the food being like, cook me. Anyway, go to everyplate.com and get started. You're gonna love the way you taste. EAL show 179. DraftKings, y'all. There's a major coming up. And when I say major, I mean Cam Smith is about to win the PGA Championship. Is that a betting tip? Yeah, I think that's financial advice. Because you can make a lot of money off of that. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. And what's cool about DraftKings Sportsbook right now is that you can place any $5 bet and you'll get $100 in free bets. That's like free. Is that free money? That's fronting. It's crazy to me. Um, If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still drive the show and putt for dough with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Golf Contest, which if you're into it, get into it because this stuff is fun. I I like love talking about this kind of stuff, and I love honestly thinking about how it's anybody's game, and it's like almost you just never know. I mean, it could be the one. You know, everyone can play for huge cash prizes. How huge? How huge? Ten majillion dollars. That's pretty huge. That's ten million yeah. in translation. But ultimately, I don't want you to miss out on all the action this week at DraftKings. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and vote for Cam Smith and also bet on him because he's going to run for president. Ultimately, it's elite. He's, in the, he's Australian, so it's not possible. He'll run for president, Australia. That would be fire. The mullet would become mandatory. Uh, use the code EAL show at sign up and bet $5 on golf second major and get a hundred dollars in free bets. Go do it now. Obviously, no matter what, that's the code EAL show 
only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions do apply. You got to be over one years old, I think. I think that's. I don't think that's the rule. But no? you can check it by reading the show notes. Yeah, check the show notes for details. Thanks, DraftKings. All right, welcome back. And um, very, very uh, excited to get to some Q&A here. All right, so Logan Man here says, one question for you is, are you competitive? Because you're a great storyteller and love company, maybe not talking, maybe not talking LOL if you know you know, but do you ever play with a guest of the same caliber and be like, I really want to beat him on this hole? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I'm much more like non-competitive. Like I would say I'm 80% non-competitive, but then every once in a while, like every fifth, one fifth of the time, maybe even less, I'm just like, yeah, I really want to do this. But for me, the, 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 the I was actually just, I played um, on, on one of the rounds this week I played, I was like driving the ball really, really well. Like I was just roasting it, 310, like the middle of the fairway. So I frequently had these like 100 shots in, 120 in, and I was missing the green over and over and over again. I just like couldn't, it's weird. I like couldn't close the club face. I was kind of wiping it. And like, I started to get angry about it. It's like, why am I missing the green after such a good drive? Well, I need to practice with the wedges. But ultimately, um, yeah, no. I mean, I'm not. I'm really not super competitive. Like, I feel like truth is like, for me, I've like seen the mountain, right? I've seen the river. Like, I'm on the. I'm. I'm kind of like almost on the other side of it all now. Like, it's all. It's like a ridiculous thing to say, and I'm sure it'll prove myself wrong in two seconds. But it's like. I'm almost like uh, I'm almost enlightened. Like I'm almost on the other side of it. Like I've played so much golf with so many people in so many places. Now I just is like I really just want to hit the sweet spot and have fun. <laughs> like what someone else shoots in relation to me. Like you know. Although <laughs> I'm about to totally. One of the things I am is a hypocrite. So be warned if you don't know that already. I will change my mind more often than a burger gets flipped at In and Out. Which may only be once. Who knows? I've never checked. Um, so even there, even, even within my metaphors, I'm a hypocrite or I'm an idiot. Um, I was playing with Pau Gasol and I really wanted to win. So there you go. Uh, there you go. I really, really wanted to win. And, but at the same time, it's like, it's not about that. It's kind of like a cake. You know, there's layers to a cake and each layer is discreet. It has its own flavor. But that's not the flavor of the cake. Does that make sense? Sanders. Hey, Eric, do you have a favorite music artist currently or of all time? Ooh, great question. I mean, you know, I don't listen to him very much, but Billy Joel was an early favorite of mine. Like, I really loved Billy Joel when I was getting into music in the beginning and, like, CDs were a thing. Uh, Green Day. Really love Green Day. Sublime. Um, Bob Marley, I'm dating myself. I'm, I probably sound like I'm 95. I probably sound like I'm dead. You're probably like this guy. Is, is he, does he have a license anymore? Can he? Does, can he even uh, think? Um, yeah, those are my those are my favorites right there. And I mean, currently though, you know what I mean. Like I'll kind of with Spotify now, it's like really changed the way we listen to music because I just just listen to it. Like it just occurs. Um. 
Rob Kirkner says, were you always a bit of a long hitter or did that come with hard work? Do you attribute your distance to speed or strike? Um, well, Rob, thank you for the compliment. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think like I played a lot of baseball as a kid, so I think the rotational thing, I loved throwing. I loved, uh, <laughs> I was a catcher though in baseball, but I was, I was not a pitcher, but I did love like just the art of like, you know, rotational sport swinging the baseball bat. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess, uh, I guess I've always kind of, I, I was even, I used to have even more speed when I, when I was younger, like early thirties, it would go much further in different directions. But, uh, but it, I mean, I've taken a lot of lessons to be fair, you know, and I think that is a big part of it. It's actually less about club head speed and more about like the dynamics of the, oh, the, the air conditioning's off. It's so quiet. Do you hear those Los Angeles sounds? Those are birds. Real birds. Um, they, uh, you know, it's, it's more about the dynamic of the, of the, of the way the club enters into the golf ball. So if you're one degree inside, one degree close the spin and everything, and if you're kind of swinging up on it, like you could gain 60 yards with the same swing speed. If you're coming up and you're in and you're one in one closed, but if you're kind of like, um, coming outside in, if you're one degree out, one degree open and you're not swinging up on the ball, you know, you're, you could lose 30 or 40 yards just on that simple difference, and you're still swinging with the same amount of body power. So it really shows you that the, the driver is not, it's a delicate, it's a delicate uh, tool, you know? It's like a dagger. Did you know that, uh, that Jon Snow's wife in real life is uh, the redhead wildling? <laughs> I was fucking blown away when I realized that Kit Harrington. Married, I think her name's Rose. Rose Neely or something like I was like I was like blown away. I drove by a billboard in LA and there was a picture of her and I was like, that's the wildling girl. And uh yeah, my friend was like, Yeah, it's Kit Harrington's wife. And I was like, No, they weren't married. I think he met in the show. And he goes, No, they got married. And I was like, Wait, what? They got married after the show. True romance. I love that. John Snow. Oh my I need to watch it again. I'm back in it. It'd be cool if you could, you know, it'd be really cool actually is if you could take all of the different plot lines from game of Thrones and cut them up and put them all together. Like it'd be like if you took a, if you took like a salad and you took all the nuts and put them over here, all the you know tomatoes, put them over there, <laughs> all the lettuce, put it over here. I don't know how you get all the dressing out, but you could, and you could put it over there and then you could just eat, you could eat it by like you could eat it numerically. It'd be like eating like paint by numbers, but for eating. <laughs> and you could do that for the. <laughs> you could do that for Game of Thrones. It could be called Games of Throne, and you could just isolate, literally just isolate every scene with Daenerys. It would get complicated at some point. Perhaps the genius of the show is how they all interweave. We would maybe learn that very quickly. I have some of the worst ideas you'll ever hear. I have so many ideas that are great ways to work really hard and lose a lot of money, but they're all really interesting ideas. So one day uh, I'm going to find an idea that is not a bad idea. Um, Hockey said, uh, what golf course designer feature do you wish more courses would utilize? That's a really good question. Um, <laughs> This is really bad, but like 
I really just love flat golf courses. I love courses that are just like really easy, you know, where you could just like putt from like 10 feet off the green where there's no rough. I just wish the golf course was a massive putting green. Um, actually, that'd be kind of interesting if you played a golf course that was completely flat. There was a parking lot and everything was putty. See, here you go. Case in point. This is a terrible idea that would be very expensive and that no one would use. But I propose to you a million square foot putting green, a 100 acre putting green with square golf holes cut out of them. Each hole is the same. <laughs> this is terrible. Each hole is exactly 400 yards except for the par threes. Yeah, so it's so the par fives are 600 yards, the par fours are 400 yards, and the par threes are 200 yards. Everything is completely flat. There's no bunkers, and there's there's just everything's a putting green. And I wonder, I mean, think about that. Like, how hard would that be? Like, I'll bet if you're good, you could really rip it up. And if you're not good, you would just shoot exactly what you would just shoot elsewhere. <laughs> Oh, God, another stupid idea. Um, so anyway, that's pretty much... I'm, I got to go catch my plane here, but um, I am really excited for a lot of the things to come. Uh, man, I mean, there's just so much to talk about, but honestly, I I just want to... Um, I just wish we could go sit by a fire somewhere and just talk about it. We will soon. We will soon. Um Cool. I'm out of here. I'm going to go to the airport. I'm going to go get home. I'm going to go. I'm going to go get a good night's sleep. And I hope you everybody has a great week. Oh, wait, I got one thing. You ready? You're still here. All right. Those of you that are still here, it's not everybody. A lot of you have left and you'll never know this. Yeah, this is going to be good. I have a swing tip. A life swing tip. So we get two breaths, an in breath and an out breath, right? okay so next time you're playing golf or whenever if you're i do it when i'm meditating i do it when i'm driving i do it all the time but you get a chance to say something on your in breath and you get a chance to say something on your out breath to yourself in your own mind How good does it feel to just breathe? Silence and total peace, right? Everything gets put into perspective. Nothing's urgent. Nothing's going to kill you. It's fine. Everything's fine. Nothing to worry about. Nowhere to go. Nothing to do. No one to become. Okay, so you ready? So on your in-breath, you say, I accept everything. And on your out-breath, you say, I judge nothing. Wow. I accept everything. I'm bringing that energy into my body body and my aura I accept everything as it is and to prove it I judge nothing 
I have no judgments around this person, this place, this thing, this situation. I have no judgment. It is exactly the way it's supposed to be because I've already accepted it as it is, and I will not judge it, therefore. I accept everything, I judge nothing. I accept everything, I judge nothing. I accept everything, I judge nothing. You can say that over and over and over throughout an hour, a day, a lifetime. I've been doing it for a while now, and it has changed the way I see the world. I bought some, I, 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 flew, to, I flew to London, and I got on the plane, and I realized I had left my AirPods in the terminal. But then I realized I had my AirPods in my ears. And I was like, wait a minute, I had just left the case. Okay. I accept everything. I judge nothing, good or bad, right? Judgment means good or bad. I do not know whether leaving my AirPod case in the airport in Boston is good or bad. I don't know. How could I know whether or not it's good or bad that I'm leaving my AirPods case in the airport? Because I might go to the Apple store and I might run into someone that I haven't seen in 10 years or that I've never met at all. Or maybe I have no idea what will happen. So I went to the, Air I went to the Apple store in London. They said, yeah, we can give you some, a new AirPod case, but it's going to be an hour wait. And I said, I don't have an hour. I have to walk into a meeting. And she said, okay, well, I'll tell you what, you can buy it new AirPods, and you can return them when you do make an appointment. And I was like, that sounds like a fantastic idea. So I bought some AirPods, popped them in, good to go. Made a phone call. Amazing. Then I got back to America, and I went to the Apple store, and I said, hey, I still need an AirPod case, and now I need to return these AirPods. And they said, well, you can't return those because you bought them in London. And we're not in London. And we don't have a case for your old AirPods. And I was like, huh. So you're saying I'm screwed, right? I mean, just like, what? How did I get into this mess? I'm just trying to like, I don't know. Like, I was just trying to solve a problem. And I was trying to like be like efficient about it and like frugal. And here I go like wasting all this money and time now. And I'm like, I accept everything. I judge nothing. I accept everything. I judge nothing. Accept everything, I judge nothing. Hey, and so I just sat there and I was starting to get angry at the Apple store. And I just said, okay, well, that's unfortunate. And uh, thank you for your time. And I left. And I didn't really think about it again until I was in San Francisco and I went to another Apple store. And they also didn't have the case. And ultimately, the point of this example is that I probably would have gotten kind of upset about this. And I do on some level think it's a little ridiculous. There's the AC just in case. It's going to get cooler in here in a minute, so just stand by. Um, I, I probably, but you know, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm saying I am excited because I feel like I have a tool to literally not get caught up in the title bullshit of the realities that I cannot control. And that ultimately I don't even know where they're taking me. And I've been using it for golf. I accept everything. I judge nothing. When, I, when I, I had my best round of my life, the only time I broke in par, 67, I said on the tee box, I'm okay with wherever the ball lands. It's a version of acceptance, folks. I accept everything. I judge nothing. I just wanted to share that with you because I was super stoked on it, and I haven't had a chance to talk to a lot of people about it. So there you go. I'm wondering if you'll use that. And if you do, hit me up in the Discord and, you know, we do the Q&A in there, and I really appreciate uh, all the, you know, chatter. 
we've got in the baddest box. Um, so anyway, enjoy the swing thought. Let me know how it goes. And we'll catch you next week. Thanks. Thanks.